Hello everyone and welcome back to the Up The Guts podcast. Joining you as always after our long break is your host Tricky, my co-host Connor, fresh from having his baby. How are you mates? Good mate, good to be back. And Holti, have you, how's your long break been mate? Oh fantastic, laying back, a few bushkies and... Should have been longer. Jeez, he he want, didn't want us Our to host, take a break. Yeah, exactly. The whole old host likes consistency over here. Oh, Jesus. How many messages did you cop a day? Oh, at least uh, every, every hour from the oh. host. Every hour on the hour. Come on, boys. We've got to get back. Yeah. <laughs> off, and obviously, we're jo- also joined by a special guest, AFL umpire Nick Foote. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Thanks for having me along, boys. This is a this is an elite setup out here in, I'm going to call it God's country. I reckon any, oh. any time you travel more than 40 minutes from oh. your house, it has to, yeah, you have to call it God's right. country. I just can't believe you've made him drive this far, Trick. <laughs> Poor bloke, he's going to have to put a mortgage out on the petrol. <laughs> and you've just absolutely stitched him out driving a net. Well, there's a gift card coming. The yeah. way. So first of all, thanks for coming. You haven't got the invoice yet, boys. So <laughs> settle down. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you um, went on a holiday, didn't you? Where, whereabouts did you go? I just got back from Bali. Yep. I had Christmas oh, yeah. over there and I posted all the good bits on the socials, but oh. it was actually a little bit of a disaster. I, I had a real sort of three-day Bali belly experience. My yeah. wife did too. I... I'm not a 75-year-old man, but I did have a fall at the gym and I sprained my shoulder oh, in the gym. No. So I was in an Indonesian hospital. I was in a sling. I was lying in bed having a having a bit of a shocker there for three days. But oh. the, the sort of the bookends of the trip were fantastic. But oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, good so day, yeah. Happy, <laughs> happy times, fellas. And you made your way down to Ilden? I made it? my uh, way up Victoria to Lake Ilden. That was a disaster too, actually. But I uh, did post the good bits as, as well. You always post the good bits on social. Oh, of course. Never, it's always, it's always the fooling, the fooling on, on social media. Always. Uh, but, yeah, the first day was quite disaster trying to travel up there. Had a... Uh, Egg in the sidewall of me tyre and at uh, five o'clock in the morning change the tyre, wait for everyone to get there at six and get up there, there. And, then, and then it just continued, complete disaster. I won't fill everyone in, but long story. Oh, it does, it does. What did you do, Trent? <laughs> oh, not much really. Just I had the family. Dreamt about the podcast. Yeah, oh, pretty much. No, nah, had, the, had the family, <laughs> the family yeah, over for family over for Christmas yeah, over oh, here. Good. Did what you I cook anything? News? No, I didn't. Oh, what did I do? No. I don't think I went out New Year's. I think no, I stayed in. Like that's a, a that's Oh, yeah, no, I stayed in. No, I went out for a bit. I wasn't going to, but I got convinced. But, yeah, so. What about you, Connor? Just I had a kid. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> how's it well, going? How's it going? Yeah, he's going well. <laughs> that's not good enough, mate. Yeah, you, not good enough. That's, that's, you haven't done enough. Not enough. Is, what did I do? <laughs> but, and what, what have you put Luca through so far? The wife's put in the work. Where's yours, Connor? I did all the hard work. It was five seconds of a bet. Her life, like that was the best time of her life. Those five seconds. Oh. Um, and what's the some of the studies you've put Luca through? Oh, so like, oh, soon as this, he, this is funny. As soon as he popped out and was sitting in the hospital, obviously he's in his little bassinet. I've got the cricket going there, making oh sure he's watching God. the cricket. Then we went through the Shane Warne highlights. <laughs> um, we're going to do Glenn McGrath tonight. Mm-hmm. So someone's keeping me here, <laughs> so, I can't, so it's been postponed. Yeah, but but yeah. What about Glenn McGrath? 
Just like he's 61, he's eight for, for 26. He's hat trick against yep. the West Indies. Yep. Throwing yeah, the catch. Yes. Yeah, that, oh. that was a good catch. You're going to throw in Gillespie's 200 or? Uh, we don't have that. <laughs> 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 it's going to be till midnight. That you one. can legit go on YouTube and watch the whole innings. What about, for about, what about Siddle's hat trick? You started at eight oh, o'clock. We'll just start with Glenn McGrath and Gillespie <laughs> and then we'll work our way down. <laughs> work, work your way down into the modern yeah. day cricketers. Yeah. <laughs> and you, did you get him into some footy yet or just cricket so I showed him who Anthony McDonald tip and Woody was. That's it. He knows, who, he knows who the king is, so that's good. Uh, now, Nick, um, obviously being an umpire, take us through your early years and what um, expired you to become an umpire? Um, so my early years, I'm a, I'm a Tassie boy, so I'm uh, born and bred in Hobart. Don't hold that against Tassie me. Tassie devil. <laughs> yeah, the Tassie <laughs> devil. So born and bred in Hobart and uh, just like anyone, like just a normal kid, grew up playing footy, wanting to play footy and uh, – I got to sort of like 12, 13 and um, my, my dad was actually a TFL goal umpire. So the old school, like the proper cloak yeah. jacket sort yeah. of set up and the, and the oh. old school hat and that. So awesome. um, he would do that on Saturdays, but then umpire sort of junior footy on Sundays. So he would run around doing that and, you know, get 30, 40 bucks a game. And I thought, well, you know, instead of working at Woolies or whatever, I, I wouldn't mind doing that. So just started umpiring j- junior footy with him on a Sunday and playing on the Saturday and, and whatever just for a bit of pocket money and then sort of got to 14, 15 and realised that I'm not actually that, that good at footy. So oh. um, I thought I'd just pursue the uh, umpiring avenue and just work my way through senior footy in Tassie and, uh, yeah, was fortunate enough to, to be asked to trial for the AFL in sort of 2000. And eleven, and uh, got on the senior list in two thousand and twelve. So, um, yeah, it was sort of a pretty pretty quick journey. It happened pretty fast. Um, in hindsight, yeah, it's good. Was there any like when you were younger, when you first started, was there any open minded going wow experiences when you were umpiring people coming at you that type of stuff? Yeah, so Tassie is an interesting one because. I was fifteen umpiring senior men's Man. footy in Tassie, so yeah. I feel like. I got thrown to the wolves a yeah, little bit yeah. because you got those. But also, like, I think about it now. I got on the AFL when I was really young, like 22, Probably 23, tall, yeah. which yeah. was which is like I, I think the average age is around sort of 30 where people yeah. get on. So yeah. I, I got on really early and it's probably credited to being umpiring men's footy. Like the sort of the pathway here is to do like your tack cups and work yeah. through those programs. Yeah. So I was, I guess, from a, a little bit of a, a different um, – a different breed in in that aspect but yeah there were many many times in tassie where you know like had some really horrible experiences with players crowds things like mm. that community footy um you can see why people leave the game yeah. as umpires yeah. at community level and you can see why retention is such a huge issue yeah. and it's got so much better since i was running around in the mid two. 2000s yeah. like 2004 or 5 in tassie to now like it is improving but we've still got so much work to do in that space yeah. in terms of retention yeah. because getting umpires isn't the issue it's, it's umpires up. leave the game after one two years because yeah. like well stuff this i'm yeah. gonna go i'm just gonna go work here and stacks you know stack shelves for a yeah. quid because yeah. i don't want to be abused, abused. Well, you're still so getting abused yes Trent. <laughs> <laughs> so it's um i think that's the hardest part in the pathway of becoming an umpire is actually sticking at it in the early years yeah. so what do you think needs to change to obviously retain keep the retention there for the umpires yeah now. well just the attitude in terms of embracing umpires at community level and yeah. like i've been to a few just like walking my dogs at the local park on a sunday and it, 
it, like the majority of it's always you know there's always some idiots isn't it that ruins yeah. it for everyone else but it's actually taking it's everyone taking a responsibility saying actually yeah. to sort of like harness this environment and to make footy greater yeah. we need yeah. to be boosting this at the community level because you can sit down on a friday night and say the umpiring shit yeah. well sorry like that actually comes back to the grassroots level that's yeah. where we've got it to embrace it there bottom. because yeah. if we're not pushing the numbers and competitive up the top like the tail doesn't wag the dog right like yeah, yeah. you got to make sure that we're building it There's so it's competitive there, yeah. because that's going to make the top end better too yeah, yeah. just also going back how you said like obviously you got the crowd you've got after leaving the game like all in a group as the umpires and that like we're we're big and Trent's being big on as well. He's had a few guests on this show, like um, with psychological help and all stuff like that. We're big on that as well, and we talk a lot about about that. Do you have a regimen or something like that that you go through as like an umpiring group to like handle all that sort of stuff and that? Um, yeah, we're very well protected at yep. the AFL level in terms of like security, and there's always going to be external noise. And I yep. think um, I don't think you you reach you don't really reach the elite level without having some form of thick skin, yep. but it still is your responsibility to, and your employer's responsibility yeah. to make sure that there's options for you to seek if you are struggling in that area. Yep. And mm. They're like, obviously that, 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 yeah, that yeah. mental health space yeah. is huge so at the moment. Have like those external sources. Absolutely. Yeah. We've got a couple of great psychs um, with us at the moment. One, Ed Barlow, former AFL have player, who's in, he's yep. worked in that space. So um, we get to speak with these guys whenever we like and, yeah, and workshop things. But the external noise is the external noise. Like I yep. find the internal pressure that I put on myself and, you know, yep. wanting to, you know, perform at a high level and, um, you know, be out there every week. That pressure's tougher for me than the external stuff. Like I'm yeah. not really. Do you look into that. the external stuff? So if like, for instance, you up high shit on a Friday night and then the media just slams you, do you look into it or you just like, no, don't care about it? You know what? Like a lot of people would say, oh, I don't pick up a paper and I don't read they're social lying. media and they're liars. Yeah. Like yeah, you can, you can definitely shield yourself yeah. to a certain degree, but you're always going to be aware of that. I think the thing that frustrates me the most with the external noise is even like your comment there, which is really innocent and it's a great question, is like, oh, if you umpired shit on Friday night, it's like, but who says yeah. that? Is it yeah, the, yeah. Is it yeah, the well, lack of education from the key stakeholders in the game like the commentators? So there's a lot of language that creeps in in commentary where it's like, you know, a midfielder will pick up the ball and be like, oh, in the back, that was holding the ball, umpire yeah. calls play on, you're like, it wasn't either of those things. So there's like a lot of education that I think we still need to work on in that space yeah. because people could um, perceive that you've had a really bad game but because there's some controversy, but you actually go back, review your game, and you're like, I've pulled the right trigger on all these big yeah. moments. So um, that's one of the hardest things too is being an umpire, you don't walk off the ground and go four points, sing the song. Yeah. Like you, you actually don't, off, yeah. you don't yeah. know how you've gone until Monday. Like, because yeah. the coaches review your game, correct, missed, unwarranted. Yeah. They go through with a fine tooth comb. You do as well. Like I've had games where I've walked off and gone, I reckon I've gone well today. And then I've gone yeah. back and I'm like, she's had six or seven errors here. So Ooh. like, you know, it's like, <laughs> and so, you know, you have to be good at reviewing your game and understand that that's just how it works. So what? Do, yeah. So for you, how do you judge that you've had a good game then? Yeah, so we, we, there's there's a there's a number of areas we get assessed on, right? Yeah. So um, decision making is obviously the big one. That's yeah. number one. Like, yeah. um, but then there's there's other elements like our communication, our team, and our management of the game, our bouncing. Yeah, that sort of stuff is yeah. all worked into it. And, and also, then, like, there would be only certain. 
like when you're on the ground in the time, you only have that yeah quick amount of time and only so much you can see to give that decision. Hundred yeah. percent. And then there's like levels of decision making. So That's you right. could have five. Say you could have five errors for the game, but they mm. might just be just like unsighted, couldn't see them, understood, understood why you called play on and didn't do this. Yeah, but yeah. you could have one big error that you you just don't want to have, like you mm. need to get that. So there's different sort of levels of it of it as well. So you'd yeah. go back, review your game, and then you'd sit through with – got four full-time umpiring coaches. Yeah. We'd sit down with them and review it, and review it um, yeah. you know, 24, 48 hours after the game. Oh, cool. Now, on the umpiring as well, what sort of training do you guys do in, like, to keep the fitness levels up? Because you have to be magnificently fit, just as fit as the players, really, to go around doing that. What I'd, type of stuff? I'd, you guys would run more than the players, I think. Yeah, yeah. volume-wise, definitely. But it's it's easier to run high volume when you're not getting tackled and taking <laughs> the knocks. <laughs> Give you the red eye. Um, but, yeah, like, very... Um, very structured, like at the moment, running four times a week, um, running up towards sort of 50 kilometres a week at the moment, just yeah. building like a, That's four a times really nice, than me. <laughs> 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 building just a really nice sort of aerobic base and then building in some speed stuff. And it's a really good time of the year at the moment because we do a lot of club visits. So nice. we go out um, because it's really important that we practice our craft too, because it's hard to expect an umpire to turn up in round one or first week of pre-season and just start seeing things well. Like it's like expecting a player to just go and hit a target every time they get the possession and they haven't yeah. actually kicked the ball all summer. It's the same concept. It's a skill, yeah. right? So um, like I went to Carlton this morning. I trained yeah. I trained with them this morning, uh, umpired a heap of small-sided games and things yeah. like that. So yeah. uh, that helps me practice my craft. They get a bit out of it too because they don't have their development coach running around creating bad habits for the players so everyone and you get to build a bit of a rapport with the players too which is important so um yeah it's it's a really good uh system we got going on there at the moment now like obviously we've seen obviously in so much media so much social media how afl players prep before a game like how would an umpire sort of like because because you don't usually see the social media side of an umpire or something like that but how is it very similar to how an afl player would prepare prepare before a game like is there any meetings or anything before the game before you go out there? It's like you just said, you visit clubs and you assess the teams. Like, is there anything before the match that you do before you go out to a game in sort of a way? Like, yeah, for sure. So you want like it's an indiv- it's very much an individual thing. Yep. So whilst like being a field umpire, three of us are out in the ground. Well, this year there'll be four field umpires out in the ground, yep. but we will uh, we'll have a chat before the game and sort of talk about perhaps some of the teams in terms of who who are the key players that we yeah. might look for. Like there might be some big forwards or there might be a couple of midfielders that we might need to keep an eye on that we yep. know is going to be a matchup. So there'll be a couple of things like that. But personally, I'm pretty I'm pretty chilled out and easy. Like yeah. early in my career, I was very much like writing a bit of a match plan down. This yeah. might happen, this <laughs> might happen. And then it's like, you know what? Like what's going what's gonna happen out yeah. there is going to happen and yep. you just need to react to that. You yep. can't have any preconceived ideas. You can't think, oh, well... This bloke's a tagger. He's a midfielder. He's going to get held this today because that's actually, I think, bad to have preconceive an idea yeah. for that. It's good to have some awareness around it, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, I'm just sort of, you know, roll with the punches and, oh, and cool. take things as they come in that space. I think, but in terms of yeah, your physical preparation, um, yeah. again, it's a really individualised. Oh, thing. that's yeah. that's that's good to hear. Yeah. And also, just a bit of a piss take question. Mm. Yeah, love it. Like, obviously, we hear sledges in cricket and other sports and stuff like that. Like, 
would you like to ask your question first? Like yeah. as I'm going on sledges. What's the best? Obviously, you would have copped a couple of sledges. In so many. Time. Yeah. So what's, the, <laughs> what's the best one you've got? I haven't like. There's nothing genuinely funny. Like, because yeah. like I'm all for it. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I want too. I want to hear some good stuff, but yeah. um. I did and have he- you dished it? Back I did out? hear one. I did hear one last year. I did. I think it was the Bulldogs North Melbourne game oh, at nice. um, at Marvel, and I was just sitting in a Ford pocket, and someone yelled out behind me, "Foot your shit" or something, and I was like, <laughs> "Just stand." I was like, "Whatever." And then I heard someone from a few rows back <laughs> yell out even louder, "And your podcast shit too." <laughs> 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 and I thought. And I was like, just okay, have a go at my <laughs> But leave the show out of it. <laughs> and, and seconding that que- seconding that question, like, what players are pests? Like, who's like a real pest to you? Like, who really grinds you? There's, like, oh, there's, there's pests everywhere. On the whole, everyone's really good. And I won't go in and talk current players because yeah. you've got to be careful. <laughs> but I te- I'll give you a good, I'll give you a good little, um, well, you can decide if it's good. I'll tell you a story. Bit. But um, from my early, from my first, it would have been my first year trialing, like 2011. Oh, so days. Yeah. So I like. You even born Trent? Spot. Yeah, mate. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> this is a real spot the rookie move. I, I looked about 11. I was wearing oh number no. forty four on the yeah. back, oh and no. I was I was wasn't uh, I wasn't exuding a lot of positive body language, and I'd sprayed the first bounce out. It was Bulldogs versus Brisbane at Icon Park, which is oh. go go figure like yeah. a NAB oh. challenge game. You know, oh, the, yeah. you know when the teams get kicked out of the NAB Cup and they <laughs> yeah. just play at weird grounds. <laughs> it was one of those, and it was like my first game, and. Um, I remember sprayed the first bounce and Brisbane went bang, bang, goal. And then I ran to the Bulldogs forward line to stand there and I turned around and it was just um, Barry Hall just screaming, oh, just pointing at me, screaming, oh. rookie, rookie recall the bounce. And I was like, okay, yeah, fair enough. Oh. But he legitimately tagged me for the next four quarters. <laughs> <laughs> anywhere I went, it was like anywhere I just like looked around on the ground, he was just oh, staring yeah. at me going, rookie. <laughs> and I was like, and as a young Man, like coming Sweet. from coming from Tassie, I you don't get intimidated much on the <laughs> footy field because you feel so well protected. But I was Barry I, Hall. Yeah, I didn't think <laughs> I was. I wasn't going to get Brent Staker or Scotty Thompson. <laughs> but I was feeling a little bit under the pump. I should have just gone old Sunny Bill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to drop my. Um, I'm yeah. like, no, I'm not up buying anymore. <laughs> now, obviously, you also got to when uh, in, when you first started um, in 2010. You went over and did the international. How was that experience? Obviously, you did it in Italy, Turkey, and the UK. Yeah. What was that like? Mate, I was... And what sort of players were playing in that, if you can remember? Yeah, I can. That was an unreal experience. So, um, it was like part of the under-18s carnival. They picked their all-Australian team, which is... I don't know if it's how well they played or if it's draft prospects or whatever. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I got selected as the umpire from that under-18s oh, carnival. So, it was awesome. awesome. And... Went away and did uh, like yeah the dawn service at, at Gallipoli I and mean, uh, yeah. yeah umpired in London. It was like a, it was the Australian team versus a Europe team, and I think oh. Australia won by two hundred points. <laughs> um, but was the, it on just a random? It was in a random park. Was it a really <laughs> cool like um old school like old yeah. school like it was it was incredible and oh, uh, yeah. it was the year that it was the year prior to GWS coming into the the competition. So you had all the guys like like Jeremy Cameron, like Lockie Whitfield, Cornelio, Jager O'Meara. Yeah, yeah, like Devin Smith. You had all those guys. Like there was a... Adam Trelaw would have been. Yeah, uh, I think he was the year... I don't think he... He wasn't on my trip. I think he might have been the following. Following, yeah. But um, 
yeah, there was like I reckon ninety percent of them got drafted from mm. that, and they were they were a really good crop of players, and yeah, it was awesome. And you talk about like building rapport. Like I remember coming through in the first two three years, I was on the yeah. list. The only games I was getting were like Giants games and Gold yeah. Coast Suns games, yeah. like early days. So like, I, yeah, sort it was good to sort to of career. yeah build yeah. a bit of rapport with those guys. It was a great trip. What sort of crowds were turning up over there? Obviously, not knowing much about AFL, did. Many turn up or not no, really? it was no. a real sort of <laughs> carnival experience, yeah. I'd say, Trent. It was, um, it was very much there. I remember they had, they did have, they had like a couple of other teams there too, like Ireland, and um, they had like a Brit- British Bulldogs team as oh well. And God. I chimed in for a couple of quarters and umpired with a couple of like European umpires too yeah. that were doing it over there. But yeah, it was a really cool experience. So something I actually th- was thinking about it randomly this morning, going. Like, how privileged was I to be given that opportunity and not sort of, I guess, understand how good it was at the time. And then you're like, they don't come around too often. So it was really cool. Now, on the thing you mentioned before too, what was like to do the dawn service at Clippley? Oh, mate, it was was unbelievable. It was actually like, it was really humbling because you sit there and like you're sitting in a grandstand Mm. and it is absolutely freezing and they've given you a blanket, you're dry, you can go buy hot coffee and stuff like that and it's bone cold. And you sort of get an appreciation going, imagine being wet yeah. in a trench. It's like, it's, yeah, it's just like, you, well, it's not even appreciation. You can't even imagine. It's, unima- yeah. it's unimaginable. So, um, yeah, it was it was a great experience and, yeah, something I'll hold close for the rest of my life. And I, I'd love to get back over and actually do it again. Yeah. And we'll go we'll go back here. We'll go, obviously, great experiences. That. We'll, we'll go back to your umpiring group mm. here back in Australia. What's Simon Meredith like as a bloke? Because I work with his brother as a chef. Mm-hmm. We've tried to text him, try to get in contact. Biggest ghost I've ever copped in my life. He, he <laughs> is, I'd call him Casper. Casper. <laughs> he, is, he is one of the, he's one of the quietest achievers you'll Ooh. come across. He's a very yeah. close friend of mine. Um, he's, a, he's a great man, but he is very much like just come in, do yeah. your job go home yep. and like in terms of in terms of what you can achieve in umpiring like he's done everything he's obviously our all yeah. australian umpire um for the season just gone i think mm-hmm. he's done something like seven grand finals now yep. like yep. if you you know you don't you always want to be yourself but if you could take parts of games from umpires there'd be a lot from simon meredith that yep. I, i'd t- love to take and just go geez i wish i could just have his composure and yeah. the way you know in his game like he's yep. gonna he's gonna be 50 in a couple of years yep. and he's still just grinding away doing yeah. it and he's not a natural athlete and he's yeah he's he's a no umpires are stars but he's yep. a star he's a star <laughs> yeah no, awesome. do you have a favorite game or a memorable game that you've umpired off the top of your head really <laughs> yeah look the most my favorite game like i've done a couple of finals but my favorite game was uh i was privileged enough to do anzac day uh 2021 yeah 2021 when the crowds had just come back oh yeah yeah so there was like 80,000 at the g um it was still like a little bit of a cap um yeah essen and collingwood obviously like what the day means to yeah. australians is just unreal and i'd remember like it felt like cuz we'd been um, umpiring in empty stadiums on the gold coast for yeah a whole season and then to come back early in the season and be at the G and like be out there for the entire pre-match and everything. There's like not a single hair that's like every hair is just standing up on, on your body. And it's just like, you guys have probably been to the game before. Like you said, you're an Essendon supporter. You know what it's like in the crowd. It's like 
it's just a billion, it's times a billion yeah. in the yeah. center, and you look around, you can hear a pin drop. It's just unbelievable. Is the MCG yeah. your favorite ground to umpire on? Yeah, definitely. Just definitely. it just beats North Hobart Oval. Just just, <laughs> just, 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 just pips North Hobart Oval. I do love North Hobart. What about Hobart the SCG? You like that one? The SCG, <laughs> challenging, challenging ground umpire at the SCG. Uh, this, I think this man here. Does he I hate, hate everything Sydney. Yeah, mm. we we Except hate Lance New Franklin. South Wales. Do you like yeah, the um, camera angle at the SCG? Oh, when it watching is cool. <laughs> Jesus it's a tough gig, can you, next time you're up at the SCG, can you find out the curating? Put in a word to get this game. That, the grass is disgraceful. <laughs> feel like oh. we've opened again. Oh yes, it's we coming, have. Don't worry. We have. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if my connections we, run as deep as oh. the curators. Well, you, find, <laughs> you, you find out as a Pick your fucking game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we have a big thing on the Up the Guts podcast mm. here. Well, mainly around the. So I've just had a couple of run-ins with umpires. I have had a couple of run-ins with umpires, and uh, respectfully, around respectfully, but I'm I'm quite known in my league with umpiring and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah excellent. I'm, I'm kind of the pest. I'm the kind of the always hands in the air, like what's going on here. Well, we expect as a full forward, as I guess. A full forward. What yep. did we talk about community footy earlier? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the reason. Yeah, okay. I'm the gotcha. reason. Yeah, I'm the got, sole okay. reason, but. <laughs> Respectful, but always come up. Always apologise afterwards. I have a crack. I never walk off going. Just because you apologise after it <laughs> doesn't, doesn't mean it's okay. Doesn't mean it's okay. As long as I apologise, I can call this guy anything <laughs> I like. That's unfortunately not how it works. Just to let you know. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but we have a big thing here, and I've made it up. It's called player respect. Mm. Like, obviously, we have to respect the umpire, but there was an experience. I can't remember now. This is embarrassing, but I can't. I remember. He had a good guy, you, I believe. Uh, the yeah, the umpire had a good crack at me. I can't remember what it was, but I I said something in a respectful way, but the umpire just turned around and just out of nowhere, just ballistically had a go at me. And I just, I stood there and I went, <laughs> this just really just happened. <laughs> <laughs> he just full on yelled, yelled at me louder than what he blowed his whistle. Like, mm. I was shocked. Do you obey that rule by player respect with umpire respect as well? I I have fallen at that hurdle once. Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what I've learned from it is there's no honour amongst these because yep. this is very early in my career. I was, I was dropped from the ones and yep. I went back to the twos and this bloke just gave it to me the yep. entire game. Fullback, he had about six goals kicked on him, Ooh, and the last quarter, I just had, had enough, enough. Yep. and I went back. I just went back hard at him, yep. crossed the line. All of a sudden, there's been a letter written Ooh. to the coach oh, saying no. Oh, no. this was said. Got called in. Did you say this? Yeah, and then two more weeks in the twos, so oh, no. and sent back to that club. So there's no yep. honour amongst thieves when it comes out. You ought to suck it up yep. now and move on. Like, no. yeah, there's so many things you want to say, but I think with experience too, you just go. Do you think whatever. you should be allowed to say what you want back to them? Nah, because no. it just it just generates like a bit of a toxic environment. Yeah. I think just so. Go, you just that, go that thick you know, skin. I think you just got to be bigger than waters, it. I think it'll be good. To <laughs> yeah. But it also in, it's it's inflammatory, isn't yeah, it? I know yeah, like yeah. when we go out, the umpires are actually the composed ones. The players <laughs> are like exactly right. they're the ones that are hot headed going in. <laughs> yeah. If you run, if you two are bu- if you two are punching on, and I run in and start screaming over the top, it's only going to inflame it. You're probably yeah, going right. to punch <laughs> up more. If I come in and say, "Calm down," it's probably just going to settle it. So. Yeah. What's yeah. your um, future goals in more into umpiring and going into 2023 season? Do you, like, is there a certain game that you know you want to do? Uh, the AFL Grand Final. Yep. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if 
What yeah. kind I of mean, a question? No, is yeah. it? That's his like. That's, that's the brown line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously, so that's the pre- like that's the premiership for umpiring, isn't it? So it's like, yeah, if you if you start a season and don't have that in mind, like there might be several other goals along the way, and like that's an outcome, right? Because a lot of that's out of your control. They only pick three out of what we got forty four on the list this year, so yeah. <laughs> um, they only pick the only three guys are privileged enough to go out and do it. But I think if you start the year and that isn't your goal, then you're probably in the wrong profession. Mm-hmm. Probably yep. shouldn't be doing it. So um, yeah, that'll continue to be my goal. And look, who knows if I'll ever get there? T- touch wood, the body holds up, and I. Stop blowing calves every five <laughs> weeks, but um, yeah, fingers crossed we'll get there one day. How awesome! Oh, good on you. So obviously, umpiring full time job. Uh, it isn't. So I was a school teacher for six or seven years. Yeah. Um, you can have something like it's 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 a really hard question to answer because because I know yeah. some people probably do it full time yeah. and some people don't. But is it full time? Well, yeah, it is because you're full time thinking. Well, I got to train this morning. I have got to yeah. put this in my body. I've got to look at this vision later. So there's always elements. It's always in. It's always at front of mind. So yep. from a full time like mental, it is full time. But you yeah. can pursue other things to yeah. have balance in your life. So I was a teacher for five or six years, and it got to the point where there wasn't enough balance there. So I actually left that, started my own little business where yeah. I can have a bit more flexible. So how hours. did you? So obviously, when you were a school teacher, how did you find that work life balance? Um, it was work work balance, I guess. Yeah, it, it was okay, but umpiring sort of evolving and footy's evolving too. Like Thursday nights more, so you're putting more strain on your employer by saying, yeah. "Hey, I got to have this off," yeah. and I'm flying back from west from back from Western Australia on the red eye on Sunday. Yeah. I got to have Monday off, so all of a sudden there starts to be more things, and it's like Tuesday we train at three o'clock now. Hey, I can't. teach after lunch on a Tuesday like so there are little parts of it that is making it hard to hold down that job so you have to have a really uh a really understanding employer to be able to pursue that work um but even still I'm a firm believer that you can't do like you can't have that secular employment and put a hundred percent effort into it either so you need to find something that fits in and for me I'm pouring my number one goal like I moved from Tassie to do it so I want to find something that works around it and I want to pursue it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Did you find teaching further developed yourself as an umpire as well? Yeah. Like yeah. in the benefits to it, obviously working with other people and that type of stuff? Yeah, great question. And there's so many transferable skills, like yeah. in terms of your interpersonal skills, the way you communicate, the way you manage your classroom. There's so much um, that crosses over between that. I was kind of already had been an umpire for five or six years when I started teaching. Yeah. So I felt like I was actually a better teacher because of umpiring. So, yeah. um, and picked it up quicker because I had some of those interpersonal skills. Mm-hmm. Primary or secondary? Secondary. Oh, yeah. yeah. So my wife's a primary teacher. I had no clue yeah. how she does my it. My mother's a primary teacher. Yeah. Too. It's yep. a tough gig and it's, it's a pretty tough gig when yeah. you're, walk into the classroom on Monday after doing a Saturday night, Friday yep. night game, and the kids just want to give you a, just a million bits of feedback from the game. <laughs> <laughs> just like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you my yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. Now, Holty, do you want to do your ball up now, mate? Well. Yeah, we're going to kind of combine it here. We okay, are. Yep, so what, what button am I pressing? Uh, let's do Holty's. Let's do it, yeah. Let's All right, so we have a segment called Holty's Blow Up. Love it. Yes. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one. All right, so... What Hi, Holty. How are you, Connor? I've been better. You've been better? Yeah. Yep. 
some things I've been in the past here, six weeks have uh, just you know kind of pissed me off a little bit. Yeah, same with me did too. You, what, what did what were you doing Saturday? Uh, I was actually working Saturday yeah. in the kitchen all day in that thirty-nine degree day. Oh, it was hot, wasn't it? It was very hot. Yeah, I was out there because we got headed off in cricket, so yep. I just went and watched the ones play. Yep, and then like just saw on my like Facebook notifications. Oh. South Casey Melbourne yeah, commentary. South Melbourne commentary. Did you, yeah, did yeah, you well, some, into that? Someone's been hassling me uh, to watch it and uh, go on my cricket and just see the stream and see how he's been going. I did click on it. and uh, yeah, What did you think of it? Mate, it was pathetic. Yeah, <laughs> it was so bad. That is Come on. You got to look oh, up. I thought I was all right. No, time, no, no. I thought I was all right. What was going on there? I don't know, mate. I understand that when the bowler comes in to bowl, you comment on the shot that's played or where the ball's been bowled. But you've got to fill in and you've got to keep the audience Well, it's hard when awake. there's not someone to bounce off. It's easier you've got to keep them off. awake, Tricky. Well, why aren't you inviting guests the whole like throughout the day? Well, that was the, the plan until Paul like gone. That like was the plan. Oh, called, excuses. You could have called excuses. me. You could have called and I've called Holty. Holty yeah. said, Holty said, no, nah, I can't. Was can't. Me, I mean, mate. I'm not going to drive down there, but you can just put me on, <laughs> on speaker. <laughs> no, that we've, had to, we've been having trouble with the audio as well. So. Oh, we know. You've yeah. got to look up to the greatest cricket comment, commentary person that there is now. Kerry O'Keefe. You've got to give, got to give some humour. You've got to give, keep the audience awake. They're probably asleep in between balls, mate. Man, I must be doing an all right job since I've got that contact. But, you know, anyway, no, keep going, guys. Keep going. No, keep going. No. One job off. Keep going. Can, Keep going. Can yeah. we? Can Did we just wind back five minutes? Did you Ooh. say you got heated off? Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's a thing. <laughs> so it's too hot. We yes. can't play. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the, that's actual rule. So I'm that's not playing rule. in the high grades anymore. So we play in the low grades. Right. Round availability, thirty-eight degrees. There's no shade, no water. Yep. So just done. Just done. See you later. That's that's also and it's fantastic. Well. Yeah. Yeah. Great. It's good. It's good because you you know what you do, Holty. What do you do? Go up to the ones and just start drinking piss. Yes. <laughs> um, next you do your half, mate. Uh, just want to talk about the holiday thing. Yeah. We're entitled oh. to holidays, mate. Yeah, yep. you got you got your two or th- three, yeah, no, yeah, three weeks. It, three weeks you got. You try to pull That's less than an annual leave. Three weeks you got. What's been going on here? Yeah, three weeks. I need my time off. Holty needs his time off. Yeah, you got to give him three weeks, you mate. Refresh. Three weeks. Three weeks, exactly. You should have had till February. Three weeks, mate. Goodness gracious. Anyway, I touched on the Sydney thing. Yeah, you did. Yep. <laughs> Seriously. Um, Do you see what twenty three days have been? Oh, and in the cricket, oh, yeah, disgusting. Disgusting. Get rid of it. Get them out. Yeah. What's your thoughts on the Big Bash lately, Holty? Haven't um, been tuned in. Not gonna lie. Big Bash. It's been appalling, actually. It's disgraceful. There are some good games. I am. Yeah. My uh, my Hurricanes are still alive. Finals. Hope, yes. So. See, I love um, the Hurricanes because I love the Bev. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, Bev's, the Bev's a great umpiring person. Yeah. Person he does, mate. Yeah. He I, is. Know, I know the Bev. He's he's a good man. Yes. I haven't Man. personally met him. But I just really like him. Yeah. Um, now with the hurricanes. guess on the show. Now with yeah, the, he was. Wasn't yeah, he? he was. Now with the hurricanes, we're just mm. going to go a little bit, a little bit up the bass straight, and just go to uh, Victoria. Oh, not the red team. The green team. Are the green team. Oh, what a fucking joke. Oh, honestly, we, we are shocking. Do you have any feedback for the Melbourne Stars at all? I actually Nick, at all. I, I'm going to be honest. I've been a very casual observer of the Big Bash yes. this season because it's just oversat cricket oversaturation oh, of the Big Bash. They need to sh- I know they are shortening it, but it's just too many games. So I'm just like, I just they need to start it like just after the New Year's test. So the Big Bash starts after New Year's test, it goes till 
halfway through February. Done. Yep. Six weeks. See you later. And yeah. it off. can I just say the flip side while we're on the, the blow up? I'm getting involved. Get involved. <laughs> Absolutely. The summer of cricket has finished and it's not even really summer. Oh, don't. I love this man. <laughs> I love this man. <laughs> so when I was growing up, I believe men were similar yep. age. Yep. You would have the, so test matches, then you'd have the one days. Yep. The tri-series. The tri-series. You Bring know, back the tri-series. Yes. You know who's coming out. Yes. Oh. You know who's playing. Yep. And now it's it's here and there. We're finished in Sydney and we're off to India. Yeah, and that's it. Yep. No cricket. Nothing. No international cricket players. But seriously, back to the Melbourne Stars. <laughs> what's going on here? What's can someone give me some sort of feeling? Well, can, what's I happening can I jump here? in on that? And, well. uh, and add you, something else to the blow if up. If you are struggling, yeah. Ashton Agar, what are your thoughts on him getting oh, oh. Putrid. <laughs> putrid. You're not a fan of him, are you? Right arm happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I could hit those. Oh I could God. guarantee I could at least hit one of them. Watch, watch oh, him get picked for game one for India. Oh, he he's will. not getting picked in India. He will. He'll get, not he'll a chance. Watch him he get will. picked. He couldn't take a wicket at the SCG. <laughs> I don't think. I don't. Think, I could turn I don't, it at the SCG. I don't want him to, but watch him get picked first. He's test. not getting picked. He will. No, he's not. He will. He's Todd Murphy will get picked. WA will. Murphy. Murphy will get picked. He will not. He's garbage. He's taking six shield wickets. <laughs> yeah, you want to how many big bash wickets he's taken? Like three. I could do that. He's garbage. But seriously, back to the green stuff. Like, They're garbage too. They're garbage yeah. too. If you have to hit a roof to find runs, <laughs> what's going on here? Come on. Like, Bo Webster. captain's gone. I know. But like, he's the greatest. T- I'm saying it. T20 greatest player of all time, Glenn Maxwell. I'm sorry. Oh. I'm sorry about AB. But Chris Gale uh, says hi. I don't care. Yeah, Gale, no. AB no. 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 Glenn uh, Maxwell. I'm no. sticking with my Aussies. No. That's, that's bad. Oh, it's Gale no. or Villiers. Oh, sorry, I forgot, McCullum, to, I forgot yeah. to add in a bracket. 360 player. That can play all around the ground. Uh, I, oh, no! <laughs> Stop it! But you have to hit a roof to find runs. Yeah. And seriously, Bo Webster, and I'm pointing out Nick Larkin too. Oh, he's garbage. I'm seriously. If How you, does he if, keep getting a game? I swear to God, if they can't hit in front of the wicket, I'm sorry, I'm pointing out Nick Larkin. If you can't hit in front of the wicket, you're hitting cut shots for a living. You're not, you're not making runs. Hey, that's a good shot to have. No, not in a T20 sense. Hit oh, it no. over cow and put it into the <laughs> yeah, second that's, deck. That's the one thing I need. So Seriously. There's not enough going to cow. David Hussey, sort out your green stuff. Far out. That whole big bash needs to piss off. It's disgraceful. The Holtis blow up cannon. Just get rid of Big Bash. Just get rid of it. Get rid of it. Go Concluded. back to the state teams. Absolutely. Concluded. I reckon that was a good one. Well, yeah. remember when um, it first came along and it, it was, was a state team. Yeah, state that. Teams. And then even when it the Wayne first Bravo was playing for Victoria, it was exactly. awesome. Yeah, even the first few years when it done it, and then like the winner used to go and play a bit in the IPL. Yes, remember yeah. that? Yep, that's what it should be. It should never got rid of. They're yeah. still trying to compete with the IPL, but they'll never get well, to that Big level. Bash is dead now. Mm. So is Test cricket. I, I reckon. Oh, yeah. we, I reckon we move on to our club previews oh, of the yes. season. And obviously, I spun the wheel. And first up is Connor. He's got Adelaide. What have we got for us? <laughs> Cool. So obviously I've got Adelaide, great uh, state. <laughs> Top five attractions I've written down. He, uh, he's he's kind of big on the notes here. Number one is the Barossa Valley. Fantastic if you're a big <laughs> drinker. Uh, number two, I've just thrown in Adelaide Oval. I think this is the best oval outside the MCG in Australia. Yep. Okay. Thoughts? I love the Adelaide Oval. Fantastic. Yep. The so renovations good. are amazing. It's incredible. And poured home games with the whole build-up as well. Oh. Un- unbelievable. The only there. problem about that is there's port fans there. <laughs> <laughs> the only problem. Head up. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I used to live in Adelaide, Trick, so, uh, so number two. What would you do in those four years? Uh, went to school. 
Number three, I'll put right. Kangaroo Island. <laughs> uh, then number four, we've got to throw in the churches because it is the city of churches. And number five, the Rundle Mall. So now I want to preview the actual Adelaide <laughs> Football Club. Oh, I thought we were doing the state. No, 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 Adelaide Football oh, Club, okay. mate. Uh, so obviously Adelaide finished 14th last year. If I looked at their list now, I reckon they're probably going to finish about the same, if not lower. Uh, was the BNF led or was it Walker? I think it was... No, it was no, Laird, no, I think, yeah, and then Walker, but Walker finished high on the brown He was yeah. robbed of a brown loan. <laughs> yeah, we, we had high hopes it cost that me five Laird grand. would get the brown loan. And, um, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, I'm really upset about that. Uh, I, what I've got for lift is Sloan. Mm-hmm. Yep. Obviously been injured the last probably three years, really, on yep. and off. Yes. I reckon he needs to lift. And also Ben Keys. Yep. And I think a smoky for them is going to be Darcy Fogarty. I like that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where where do you ha- you have them finishing below the fourteenth? I reckon they'll finish in the bottom three. Mm. Bottom three. Yeah. Mm. I think wow. they've got a good list. They're just not there yet. Do you okay. agree? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. They still got a lot, lot more to build though. Oh yeah, they've got. Mind really young, players, young though. talent looks alright. Mind you, they the had young talent looks. They had three to four years of really good football, like well, yeah, grand final appearance. Um. Yeah. That's my review for Adelaide. And Holty? So much detail but someone, too, someone in that team made a good decision and won a grand final last Holty year. Holty drawed Brisbane. Uh, P. Dangerfield oh, made a good decision to come to Mogs Creek. <laughs> has, he reti- has he retired yet? No, nah, still going. No, he's in the retirement. He's got the wheelchair going. All righty. So over to Fitzroy. Oh, sorry, Brisbane. Um <laughs> Season 2022, and this is a lot of notes for me, Nick, because I'm usually the piss take on there this show. Of, there is a lot of paper going yeah, on. Yeah, there is. I feel sorry for the environment. But um, finishing fourth overall, obviously, made the prelim final. Uh, lost against my beloved Cats. And um, after the home and away season, they finished sixth with 15 wins and seven losses. Uh, with a very, I reckon, low sort of percentage for them, 119. But can only do so much with... I thought they were pretty dismal last year. Yeah, so Holty's preview of Fitzroy. I reckon it was a failed season yet again for the Lions, I reckon. Uh, I say, as they promised so much, like with obviously list on paper, um, I reckon just in capital letters, failed. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I reckon the Ford line is the missing piece of the Lions. You reckon? Yeah, Absolutely. With Charlie Cameron, small forward. I don't care if anyone says he's big. He's not. He's a small forward. You are really stepping yeah, on my headphones here. Cords oh, my goodness. Trick. My head's like this. <laughs> That's because I just want you close. 59, go- <laughs> 59 goals. With second, your man, or used to be your man, Joe Danaher, with 39 and Zach Bailey, 37. Do you reckon that's very average with... The goal kicking there or any... No. No, not I'd at all. That's pretty good. They've got a good That's decent line. for these days, yeah. I, yeah. I, as, what are you smoking? As a full forward here, I'd like to see a full forward in front with the goal kicking. Why? Charlie Cameron's a jet. Nah. I'd like to see... You don't think Charlie Cameron's I'd like, good? No. Nah, not really. Too inconsistent, I reckon. You yep. get 59 goals as a small well, forward. Well, I don't look outside... I don't peanut. look outside the regional cities of Geelong. Oh, you're <laughs> an idiot. I don't look outside. So this is a guessing uh, What's 50? Preview. What did he come in the Coleman? What? We've been top. Charlie yeah. Cameron, that would be top five. Yeah. Or well, nah. just below. Uh, summary of the forward line. Oregon extremely average. Um, obviously, it's hard to keep track of consistency because it's so hard to obviously do and control at times. But um, I reckon just with Fitzroy, the 
the Lions. Uh, they need to uh, just find their right match in the forward line at the moment. So if one man falls down, they need to find someone to pick up. I'm going to put Geelong in the equation here. Like if Hawkins, Josh Dunkley. If Hawkins falls down, Cameron's there. Cameron's not there. Stengel's there. Hawkins is there. Like you and Stengel, attitude, Connor. Attitude against the Premiers, all right? Jeez. And then... Obviously, somewhere in the midfield in the back line, I reckon that's where their consistency is. That's where they're roaring. Like, on paper and with statistics here, I won't bore everyone with that, but that's where they're really going hot at the moment with Neil McCluggage, Barry. Uh, I reckon Archie at times, even though he's just been new and uh, he's in this season, I reckon he's been playing well. There's, like, if you put all four of them together... There's 71.5% disposal efficiency, and that is absolute. You've gone uh, way too depth. Oh, no, you really have. So just that's question, elite. I've yep. looked it up. How many goals do you say Charlie Cameron kicked? 59. Uh, do you want to double check that one? What was Jeremy it? Cameron kicked 59, mate. Have you just seen Cameron go, oh, 59? I think I went. <laughs> <laughs> you are so biased. <laughs> Charlie Cameron kicked 47. And right? by the way, Holti. Still shit. It's a club preview. You're giving more of a review it's here. A review. Yeah, it is. It's a review. <laughs> so I'm taking this seriously, like I said. And the last five years, they've finished sixth, fourth, second, second, and fifteenth. So, right, so where are they finishing this year? Um, be top I'll put them. I'll put them after home and away season fourth, but finals finish. I reckon they'll have a, another prelim final loss, or they'll get through and they'll make the big dance, but they'll lose. Well, they've got who do they at Dunkley? They yep. had a Dunkley. That's about it. Yep. And I said, keep your eye on Will Ashcroft. I said he will be the better Nick Dacos. The number one draft pick. (laughs) Keep an eye on the number one draft pick. Smokey. Smokey. (laughs) I didn't say say smokey. Fuck me. Number one draft pick. Let's keep an eye on You're going against me here. We're going against against that one. I'll see you with your freaking landmarks. That was good. (laughs) <laughs> I was actually waiting for the top five things to do. Yeah. With That's because yeah. I don't obviously want to comment in the clubs, but I was all about Yeah, he wants to know what oh, he's doing when he's up I there, thought, you dick. I thought the McLaren Bale was stiff. <laughs> yeah. I always thought Morfittville Racecourse should have been <laughs> yeah. in. Unbelievable. Whatever. I just made it off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch the number one draft pick. Of course. No shit, we're going to watch him. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's like Trent saying in the next, oh, let's watch out for Paddy Cripps. Yeah, of course we're going to watch him. The jet. Jesus. But you didn't hear what I said. I reckon Uh, he'd be better than what Nick Dacos is, what he was last year. I agree. Yep. You're just saying that. While you are. But I do agree with that. Yep. And do you have a player that needs to lift? No, I just said... I just said he BNF. said their forward line. Yep. Oh, f- the whole forward line. line. I just said BNF, Hugh McCluggage. And what are the odds that I've drawn Carlton as a Collingwood supporter? But anyways, um, so in 2022, they finished ninth, 11 wins and 12 losses, but they should have played finals. Oh, yeah. That was a very big disappointing second half of the year. On paper there, I think they're elite. Yeah, they can match. They can match it with anyone. Well, they got a what a four and a half million dollar half back line. Obviously, yes. and then they obviously the Brownlee medalist in Patrick Cripps, um, and Charlie Kerno came back in great form, kicking sixty four goals. What else did he win? What Wasn't and the Ben Coleman? What wasn't Charlie Kerno the Coleman? Col- yeah. yeah, Charlie Kerno was the Coleman too. And then I think it was this was a good one too. They got this for a bargain. They brought in Blake Akers. I think it was a third round pick. And he's elite. He's he's elite off that wing. So I reckon that was good, and they um delisted, and they got they lost Liam Jones as an armistice free agent, but well they didn't have him last yeah, year. Yeah, so, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, he was still on the they list. They also lost Setterfield. 
yes, set of field at Essendon. I think that's a good pick up for you guys. Yeah, I think so too. And yeah, so but an ice, I pretty much just wrote. I reckon they'll finished. I want to say top four. I reckon sixth. But I think I'm going to go fifth. Mm. I said look out for Zach Fisher. Fish. Yeah, I, I really like when he, I, I, like he had, him too. I had a, I reckon he had a good second half of the year I when he, he played that half forward mid role. Uh, he's not a full time mid, but I feel like if he can play that high half forward role, he'll be really good. But I say it's a big year for Zach Williams. Well, it's, I would say it's make or break. Yeah, that's what I mean. I reckon he needs to lift. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so I think we'll I'll spin it for next week and let you guys know what it is. Or should actually, my phone's up there. Anyways, um. Yeah, so I'll spin it for next week. Let you guys know who it is. Obviously, we'll do Cup Collingwood. Bet you against Collingwood. Essendon. Oh, of course you will. And Fremantle. Uh, he uh, keeps an eye on. I know it. if you guys get Collingwood, you'll you'll try and stitch me up. You're of like, course oh, we will. Oh, who needs? Who <laughs> You're needs questioning the integrity of the wheel spin? Is yeah. this what's yes. happening? Oh, <laughs> we did a draft, Absolutely. and somehow he got the first draft pick every week. <laughs> no, wait, oh. not every week. Every week. Actually, oh. no, that was me. Yeah, obviously, moving on from that before we end it, don't just touch on it. You've got a podcast as well yourself. Um, what, what what do you cover on that, and uh, how's that going? Yeah, the Two Units podcast. So we're an Australian-based horse racing podcast. Um, I do it with my good friend uh, Dave Strelaw, who's uh, known as the Sultan on the Twitter sphere and uh, on Racing.com. And yeah, we just preview the upcoming weekend racing. Few tips. We've got a service at uh, TwoUnits.com.au as well, and. Yeah, we've got like a three-unit series too where we sit down with, I guess, what you're sort of doing with me today and interview people in the industry and just take yep. a good, light-hearted look. It's good fun. What's some of the best people you think you've had on or were amazed when you had them on, the type of stuff they covered? Yeah, we um we did one with Hamish McLaughlin, which was really good. Like, he's just, you know... You, you can, anything you, that that post over there could interview Hamish McLaughlin. <laughs> yep. Like, he's just... Like, he can just spin a really good yarn. He's yep. He was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've had a couple of good uh, good trainers and jockeys on and stuff too, like John Allen, Cox Plate winning jockey. Um, he told some good stories about, you know, coming through in Ireland and things like that. So, yeah, it's just trying to get a big, I guess, wide sort of uh, look at the whole industry and some different people. We've got a couple of good guests lined up early this year too. So, mm-hmm. exciting. Have got Moody? We haven't – no. He, so, he's tied, to, uh, he's tied to another betting corporation, so uh. we can't sort of <laughs> – we can't get him. They're very they gotta stay in their lane with their yeah. sponsors. Ooh. So we're spo- ours sponsored by Top Sport. So we gotta oh, like, there we go. uh, you, you gotta go. stay, stay in your lane stay in your lane a little bit there. Yeah. So there's certain guests. But we it's had Catherine lane. Coleman who's his assistant trainer on our show. Oh, and yes. She's fantastic. He's yeah. a good man, Peter. And where can yeah. they find that? Spotify, YouTube, Apple Any, Podcasts, everywhere? Anywhere you get your potties, mate. And uh yeah, at two units podcast on all socials. Nice. Mm. Very good. Definitely tune to that. But anything else you guys would like to touch on? I actually have a question for Nick because mm. I really Yeah, yeah, okay. Favourite player umpire? Um, like I was like, just wow, these guys are just yeah. Phenomenal. I reckon my first game was like that moment. So yeah. my first game was round two in twenty twelve, and I remember walking to the coin toss, and I had it was St Kilda Gold Coast. So I had Nick Rewalt and Gary Ablett Jr. Mm. Ooh, and yes. they both absolutely flicked it that day. Like Ablett, <laughs> Ablett had like kicked like yeah. four and had like forty disposals, and I was like, this guy's just an utter freak. Like he's the best player of. Ever He's umpired, great yeah, yeah, I've ever umpired. So, um, and yeah, Rewalt, like just seeing his work rate and stuff was yeah. just phenomenal. So that was probably my wow moment with with players, and that was in my first game. So that was pretty That's cool. Pretty good first game. Yeah. On that too, did you have a favourite player growing up? Uh, yeah, well, Wayne Carey was my favourite player oh, growing yeah. up. The the dark, I yeah. just yeah idolised idolised him. I just thought he was he was awesome. I I still think he's 
the greatest player to play the game that I've yeah, seen. I think, so I yeah, think he'd be up there for me. Um, yeah, like the way, like that sort of for like you look at through some of his statistics from like, and I know the games just change so much, but you look through some of his stats as a centre half forward, and it Incredible. actually blows your mind that that could <laughs> yeah. that could occur on a free field. Marks. Like it just wouldn't happen. You could just t- change a game. Yeah, it taking contested marks in the wet, yeah, you know, all the type of stuff like that. Yeah, uh, phenomenal. Did you have anything else to add, or was that the only one that you had? No, that's the only one I got. Ooh, unless Holty? you want me to go stupid. Halties, uh, who am I? Is back up on the socials as we are back from our lovely holiday that we got given from our uh, lovely host over here. Obviously, no paternity leave though. Oh, in that. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Did you put through my annual leave? <laughs> I have put it through. Your payment will be coming through soon. Yeah. Sick. A couple of Red Bulls coming Is your that way. Is it a paid holiday or? No. He always messes me about it. Did you put my leave through? <laughs> oh, yeah. God. I'm not your boss anymore. <laughs> We've moved on. But yeah, so you, um, uh, what's the topic this week? Just so I, I won that um, first one. You guys both dogged me. That wasn't me. That was him. You are on the table here. You cannot be winning. You need to let the audience be winning the summer. I wasn't even on the, the podcast. Holties who are my summer hamper. Okay, I want in. You oh, okay? Right, eh? We'll let you, we'll let you in then. We're gonna go down the cricket alley this time. Mm-hmm. So any cricket stars before. 2010. Okay. okay. Get your researching going. Can I answer it? if Because um, you're going to put it up on social media. Correct. So I can answer it today. Yes. Cool. Let's go. Awesome. Are so you allowing him? Yes, yeah. we'll allow you in. Far <laughs> out. Oh, my God. You really have a choice because I was now, young now you've got a son. <laughs> now you've got a son. We'll, uh, yeah. You can share the I'm hamper Luca. with the son. <laughs> All right, continue on. Yeah, so that's back up and going uh, as summer's still going. It'll end on the day of summer. So Unlike the cricket. Worry. Unlike the cricket, <laughs> exactly right. More than welcome to hop in, Nick. Uh, the Who Am I on the Up The Gut socials on Instagram as well as I think Facebook sometimes. Yeah, share whatever you post in the story, share yeah. straight to Facebook anyway. We're not doing it right now. No, we're not doing it oh, right now. Oh, what now? He puts it on the story. I was ready. No way. I got your first one like that. Yeah, you that did was actually. What was it, Adam Sandler? I was, Adam Sandler. I was, actually, oh, so I was actually very Huge little. Adam Sandler, man. Yeah. I was what was your first hint that it gave it away for you? Uh, I think it was uh, actor, actor in Brooklyn. Actor, comedian, uh, producer in yeah. like Brooklyn or something. In Brooklyn. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Straight away. Yeah. I can't think of another one. No. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is he producer, though? Oh... Norbert, he did he do? Nor- he produce uh, Norbert. We're coming to America. Yeah, yeah maybe, that's yeah. yep, that's one. Uh, and also, I was very pissed off with. Uh, and I sent this to Tricky. Uh, I did Midnight Oil as one of the music also bands. Easy. And I don't know what I put up, but it was. I could not have thought of a harder hint. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was. That was. That was my. Yeah. Dad beds are burning or something. <laughs> no, that was the last one. But like <laughs> the first one was like so hard, and that was the Mate, hardest was I could think of. Him. One of one of Connor's mates. Quite, one of Connor's mates got it, and Brenton. like. Yep, and like it was the hardest I could think of. Like my brain <laughs> capacity could <laughs> not go more. Bloody hold you go. <laughs> Google says <that>. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just. I'm texting back on Instagram like yeah, bullshit. No, you have to go. Did you use Google? <laughs> You're an idiot. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, why have I given this like full access to the things? You're just gonna have a go if at people to get it right. If this one's putrid, I'm taking over. Oh. You haven't been granted by the host. I don't care. You didn't get, <laughs> didn't get granted <laughs> by holidays. <laughs> I'll have to put it too Yeah, much. so 
that's back up and going. And uh, Holdy's Quiz will be making an appearance back up as well. Sorry, I didn't get one today with Nick on the show. But, yeah, everything's going to be up, back and running as you've uh, cut our holiday off. <laughs> well, I'd like to thank you for coming on, Nick. Yes, and certainly. good luck for the 2023 season. And hopefully get that grand final soon. Thanks, yes. boys. It's been a pleasure. I'll be following the podcast from here out. So oh, I've enjoyed my time. Very much for that. Thanks, boys. I'll be your two millionth follower. So <laughs> oh, awesome. oh. listener. The analytics will be through the roof. <laughs> I think Trent's got two million accounts out yes. there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> follow, 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 yeah. follow. Yeah. I'll give, go to a random person and give you 20 bucks to follow <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> Now, that'll just wrap it up for this week, guys. Make sure to follow us on all our socials on Instagram and Facebook and stream this via YouTube, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yes. Uh, see you guys next week. <laughs>